calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Welcome, Alexandra. Thank you for joining the My Charter Story podcast. Hi, Lauren, and thank you for the invitation. Can you share how you became aware of the program, your journey to earn the charter? You have such an interesting educational background with degrees in math, physics, and economics. What attracted you to CFA program? So my, my ambition was to never stop learning. I, I learned about the CFA program from foreign newspaper and it sounded very exotic. And I thought, wow, this is something I haven't heard about. So I, I started asking around and there were very few people who knew about it. And, you know, it started to get more and more interesting. And then I realized, you know, they're, they're this, this kind of, you know, secret society. And it, it sounded secret because there were so many few people who were engaged with the society and who were charter holders back in the days in, in Romania. Then I, I learned that this is a very difficult curriculum, but one which explores many of the themes which I'm interested in, the investment, finance, economics. It also looked to me like very broad, so something that would provide you with, with uh, a lot of knowledge in many, many areas, uh, as opposed to other programs that are more, you know, narrowly defined. And this challenged me. And I said, I, I really want to know more about this. I need to know more about it. So I started doing my own research and starting to talking to a few people who were so excited about the program and know how difficult it was, but how rewarding. So that's how I uh, ended up in in this journey to to begin with, uh, and it was uh, quite some time ago. You mentioned that completing the CFA program tested your learning methods, and you've since gone on to earn diplomas in international financial reporting, taxation, and are currently enrolled in a PhD program. Did your experience preparing for the CFA exams help with other educational opportunities you pursued? Absolutely. This was a, really an eye-opening experience because I. I was used to, you know, the type of learning you would do in uh, in university and there would be some, some topics and there would be some exams which were structured in a certain way. And I was working at the same time, but I kind of knew my learning pattern, but then I um, enrolled in the program and this was like you, a, a specific number of, of hours of study, which, which helped me a lot to understand what would be the time effort for this. Then that there would be a number of options that you could get to the, the help of an external tu tutor, which I, I knew was available. I, I didn't apply for this. I, I thought, you know, I, I could do this myself, but I did have some, uh, some mentoring from uh, existing the charter folders who were so kind and they were organizing the, like from time to time on the coaching and mentoring session for learning the abilities for uh, people who are preparing to take the exam. So that was again, very helpful. And, uh, you know, we also tested my uh, organizing skills or how, how I would organize my time. Or would I uh, really need that those number of hours? Would I need a higher number of hours? Would I learn better in the weekends? Would I learn better, better in the morning? Would I learn better just prior, prior to the exam? Or should I start one year ahead? But this, these were all questions that were going through my mind. And the challenge was that I had to answer those myself. There, there was no one who could answer them for me. I couldn't ask for somebody really what's the best way to learn because this is so specific and, and so personal. 
So it really tested my abilities and it really made me understand what's my learning pattern, what's my, you know, what's my capability and my, uh, my style. And these things were really useful for me going forward in the second and the third exam, uh, for sure, but as well as in other learning journeys that I started after the charter. It sounds like this might have helped you with time management and, and independence and, and other things. Once you completed the charter, how did it have an impact on your career? Oh, it's incommensurate, I would say. The benefit of the charter is, uh, well, first of all, the, the technical knowledge that you gain, which is amazing because, as I said, it, it broadens so much the horizon and you're you're no longer just a, you know, a, a finance person or an economist or an investment professional, you're all three of them all in one. But the real value, I think, was or is the, is the community. It's being part of, of this community of very highly skilled professionals in the investment profession, which really brings a lot of value. There's really no question which cannot be answered by one of the members of our community. And I feel the support. I, I feel that, you know, I, I'm in this, you know, league, league of its own with, with so beautiful people and so smart people. And th there's so much to learn from this community. It goes beyond even, even the charter itself. So I see that's, that's real value. Uh, and this is also the value which uh, it brought to my career and, you know, just meeting people creates a lot of business opportunity, which is also very helpful career-wise. So it's not just adding, uh, you know, professional education in your CV. It's really beyond that. Well, speaking of community, how did you first become engaged with CFA Society Romania? Well, it was not long after I received my charter. So I was very surprised that there's a celebration for new charter holders because, you know, the, the exam is so hard and there are so few people who... who finished the program each year that there was this celebration that it was amazing. I never had the celebration for, for finishing, you know, something. So that's when I started to realize how special this community is. And, and I met these people and I felt, you know, really close to them and really engaged with them. Yeah, I, I just wanted to stay close. And, and afterwards, what happened was that, you know, someone in the board said, hey, uh, Alex, you, you are so full of energy and so engaged in our community. Why don't you want to join us like from the board, not just from, from volunteering? But it was really about engaging with the people and engaging with the community. And it was because, you know, the community is, is so nice and doing so many great things. And this is what, what attracted me, you know, and, and some parties, of course. Obviously, it can really tell how important that community was to you. But CFA Society Romania, with just a little over 250 members, has some other grand ambitions, including serving as a knowledge resource for financial authorities and promoting high ethical standards within the financial markets. You've mentioned you've been a member of the board of directors for many years, and you currently serve as president. Can you talk about some of the ways in which you and other society members are involved in these activities within the markets? First of all, like all societies, this is a volunteering exercise. So for us, it's, you know, about the amount of time that you are willing or are able to to allocate. And in the board, we have this great team of members with different capabilities, different time allocations at different time of the month of the year. But a point is that we, we get together every month or so and we set up, okay, these are, these are the objective, these are the project which we think are important. And, you know, these are the people who can be fully engaged for the next couple of months and there will be the others that will will step in and, and so on and there's this this continuity of the projects and debate about what's important to us you know like uh, 
legislative framework, regulatory improvements or uh, awareness of the capital markets, of the profession, as well as, uh, you know, even things like financial education, engaging with, with Romanian entrepreneurs. These are things which, you know, give us a lot of energy and makes us feel that we really contribute. And this is what keeps us going and makes us, you know, dedicate so quite a number of hours each month after, you know, our, our work is that <laughs> the job is done to keep the projects going and to create beautiful, uh, you know, things and durable things uh, for the society and for the members and, you know, for the country as a whole. I imagine that within your role in the society, you've had a chance to meet with many leaders within the Romanian financial markets and perhaps others. Can you share any particularly memorable experiences? Yeah, I think there's there's one moment where we realized that, that our voice is, is really heard of and is really important um, in the society. Uh, when there were some changes uh, related to the capital markets and financial regulations and, you know, and, and someone that, at the largest newspaper uh, in the country, economic newspaper, just called us and, and, and said, hey, you are CFA society, you need to comment about this. We want to hear your views, your opinions. And we were like, wow, really? Yes, we want to hear what you have to say. And we write it in capital letters in the first page of the newspaper. So that was, you know, really the time when, when I realized, when we as a board realized that, you know, our voice is, is really respected and is heard of and is sought after. So that's amazing. It really is. Switching gears a little bit, we often hear from society leaders how much they value the opportunity to meet society leaders from other countries and societies. Although opportunities to do so have been limited in the last few years, have you been able to build a network with leaders um, outside of Romania? Yeah, the power of the CFA Society Network uh, is amazing. I've had the opportunity to participate in, in some society leaders' meetings, um, a couple of those, I think, where I met uh, society society leaders uh, from Central Europe, but not only. We created so many synergies. So we've met someone in the UK society who was telling about this new ESG certification, which is, was at the very beginning of, of the process. And we we said, we really want to bring this in Romania. And we were one of the first societies who brought the certification on the market. And this was just because of a, of a conversation uh, on the occasion of a you know, society meeting. And um, yeah, what we do to keep a contact, uh, we have even a WhatsApp group with society boards uh, where we share interesting information, interesting projects, and we give each other the opportunity to replicate successful projects to access common resources or just you know to verify some some opinions uh, or some market practices so this is how we regularly keep ourselves in the loop yep i imagine that's a great way to to learn and and not have to reinvent the wheel um, for all the things that you offer to the members one of the primary roles of societies is to provide a form for education again over the last couple of years this has been hard to do in person how did CFA Society Romania respond and adapt to that environment? We thought it was really important to stay in touch with the members. And if we cannot do this physically, then we definitely need to do it online. There was a lot of traction in the first year, let's say, of the pandemic for the online. Did the, the engagement factor decreased afterwards because there were so many online meetings that, you know, people just get overwhelmed. And it was at that time where we said, as a board, we sat together and we said we, we really need to do something really structured for our members, dedicated to learning and development. We did a lot of online events and online trainings. We need to put a framework to this and to let people know that we're doing this so they can have their continuing education completed. 
And we, we designed this uh, learning and development, let's, let's call it uh, curricula, um, which is, uh, which is designed by the board, which is a resource by the board, of course, with the help of CFA Institute tutors, sometimes maybe local, uh, famous financial people, uh, sometimes, but once we announced to the members that there's this framework where we could meet regularly, sometimes physically, sometimes online, um, then, then, then people started to, to, to see this as a continuing, uh, project and they engage with us uh, regularly. The point is, you know, you need to bring some, some value, some content that would, uh, you know, benefit the people. So we pick, um, topics like uh, ESG or FinTech, uh, even, even soft skills, but we, we want to bring, uh, you know, topics, which would be of interest to people so that they, they could get together. And why not? We sometimes just do community drinks. It's <laughs> also very fun and it's so valued. So what activities are coming up in the next couple of months with CFA Society Romania? We have uh, quite uh, some project on our plate. We are running a corporate governance study for the local market, uh, because as, as an emerging market, uh, you know, with a lot of state-owned enterprises, there's a big need for increasing good governance of companies. And we want to bring, uh, you know, those best practices that are used in more developed jurisdictions. So that's a very important project to us. We have a financial education campaign, which is called Generation I, which comes from independence, financial independence. This is a campaign which is running pro for a couple of years now, which was also lent to some other societies who thought it was interesting. We are now running into it, its fourth or fifth phase, I think. Um, and we went from, uh, you know, uh, speaking about retirement income to providing toolkits for entrepreneurs. And now we reach people of very young age, like 15 to 25, to talk to them about, you know, what financial education means through social media, like, like TikTok, YouTube podcast and things like that. So quite a lot of, a lot of things happening. Yep. Yep. You have to go where people are. So that, that's yeah, great. Exactly. <laughs> you often speak at conferences and on television, which is no surprise given your background, um, and even offer tutoring on presentation and influencing skills. Do you have any advice on how you develop these skills and how you prepare for these speaking engagements? The only advice I can give is, is practice. Practice makes perfect. I do not have any innate talent. I was not born like this. I, I just grew into it by practicing and by putting a value on, um, bringing good quality information to the overall audience. You know, sometimes it's just finding the purpose of why would you need to go public? Why would you need to speak in front of a large audience? When you find the purpose that, that there's something of value that, that you can bring to those people, then it, it becomes much more easier. And of course, practice because otherwise, you know, nothing, nothing comes naturally. Yep. As a natural introvert myself, I had to do the same things to, to become comfortable speaking, but it's, it's definitely very rewarding once you get over, over that fear. Well, finally, just want to ask if you want to wrap things up here, if you have any advice for anyone who's interested in a career in finance. Just one advice, never stop learning, whatever it is, just never stop learning. When you stop learning, your brain freezes and your, your, your cells die. And that's not what we want to do. Find your, your things of interest, find your hobbies. Just don't give up on anything which could make you, you know, a better person, a more informed person, a more skilled person. That, that's my only advice. Well, Alexandra, thank you so much for joining us today. You've had a wonderful journey. 
And I know people are going to learn a lot and be inspired by your story. So thank you. Thank you, Lauren, for giving me the opportunity to share with the larger community.